Hello, hello, welcome to Chowderhead Sports here, coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts, home of the Super Bowl 51 champions and the greatest sports teams in the world. We've got the Red Sox, the Bruins, the Celtics, and Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. We've got it all here, and let's just jump right into it. The New England Patriots are Super Bowl champions once again after, you know, an improbable win, the greatest win, the greatest comeback ever in the Super Bowl and in football and almost in sports maybe even. Um, you know, we'll get into that debate a little later. But right now, you know, just to give you guys, you know, the facts, Tom Brady captures his fifth ring in dramatic fashion. The Patriots were down by 25 points with, you know, right around eight minutes to go in the in the third quarter. They come back, uh, score 19 points in the fourth, and then um, are able to punch it in on the first drive in overtime. And they seal off the greatest victory, um, you know, ever on a football field. Tom Brady solidifies himself as the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, Bill Belichick, the greatest head coach. Um, and, you know, Tom Brady was the Super Bowl MVP. Could have made an argument, you know, for it being James White because he had, um, you know, on six carries, he had 29 yards, two touchdowns. And then he also had 14 receptions, Super Bowl record, and 110 receiving yards with a touchdown. Um, you know, and, and he had a good, uh, a really good game. You know, when Blunt wasn't there, Lewis didn't seem to be getting enough done. James White stepped up big. And I know Josh predicted in the AFC Championship game that he would have a big game, James White. And you know what? He took an extra week, and in the Super Bowl, he shined on the brightest stage in sports. And, you know, it easily, Super Bowl MVP could have gone to him, but it went to Tom Brady. He had uh, 466 passing yards. That's a record. Two touchdowns, an interception, which wasn't great. And, um, you know, ultimately he, you know, really led the Patriots down uh, the field and was able to just be clutch, you know, uh, Mr. Fourth Quarter um, and, you know, you know, captivate, you know, his, his fifth Lombardi, which should be the Belichick. I'm calling it the Belichick Trophy from now on. I'm not, I'm not calling it the Lombardi. He got his fifth Belichick Trophy. Um, and, you know, that's pretty amazing for, you know, a quarterback to do. You know, he's the second player in NFL history, but he's the only player to do it with the same team, you know, and that's that's what's impressive is is he's done it on the New England Patriots 16 years, 17 years in the league, and um, solidifies himself. He's the GOAT. It's over. You know, no one can even open their mouth about Montana. Definitely, definitely not um, Peyton Manning. Look at what the two did. Peyton Manning, Super Bowl last year, you know, 30, age 39. What'd he do? He was... 140 something yards in a pick that's it tom brady 466 yards a two touchdowns and interception that's what he does at age 39 in the super bowl so we know who's better it's brady it's tom brady better than everyone else and that's just it that's just it um for the atlanta falcons you know it's tough it's really I don't even know what to say. I, I don't hate Atlanta. Like, Atlanta Falcons are one of my favorite teams in football. I really like Matt Ryan. You know, he's a BC guy. Got to show him some love. Um, and, you know, I was definitely cursing his name out on Sunday when they were driving down. But, you know, at the end of the day, listen, he's a BC guy. You know, did a lot um, for that program. And, and really, you know, he's a good guy. He stands, you know, he's not like a, you know, he doesn't seem to be a, um, you know, all flashy and a diva and all that stuff, like, you know, you see with other, you know, players. Um, he's just really, you know, seems to be like a genuinely good guy and seems to really, uh, 
you know, lead his football team in the in a manner that you know you no one can really complain. He's an excellent player. Julio Jones is phenomenal. Proved he's the best wide receiver in the league right now. He had some unbelievable catches, unbelievable. Um, so you know, Dan Quinn's also a great head coach. You know, defensively, he he came out with a great defensive scheme to try to stop the Patriots. You know, his offensive play call. You know, whether that was him or Kyle Shanahan, a um, little susceptible there in the second half, but. You know, listen, you know, it's a great football team. They should be good for a while. And, um, you know, nothing against them. I, I, I really have a lot of respect for the Falcons. So if you're a Falcons fan and you're listening to this, I don't know why you're listening to this because it's just going to be me talking about how you guys blew a 25-point lead. So shut it off now. That's my advice to you. But if you are a Falcons fan, you know, just just know that your team is in good hands with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Devontae Freeman and Vic Beasley is a young guy. Like, just... Your team's in good hands. You'll be good for a while. So um, it's going to hurt. It's going to sting, you know, and and basically, you know, your life's going to suck for like the next, you know, six, seven months until football season starts. But, um, you know, just really shut off ESPN for at least two weeks because it's all going to be about the Patriots. Um, so, but, you know, with that, um, I would just, you know, just talk about it. Let's just dive right into it. What happened i me everyone who was at my house watching the super bowl everyone in new england everyone in america everyone in the world at one point thought this game was over and you're lying if you say otherwise but maybe besides the patriots actually i'm going to get into that a little later i even think the patriots thought the game was over at one point so you know you can whether it was Blunt's fumble in the red zone and you're just like, wow, you know, we can't even, you know, uh, you know, punch it in and, and move the ball well or protect the ball, you know, we're fumbling. Whether it was then and you kind of started to lose hope. Whether it was Brady pick six, you know, to basically put him up three scores and lost hope. Whether it was, you know, driving down the field at the end of the quarter, at the end of the second quarter, you know, you want to try to put some points on the board and all of a sudden, you know, you're within like the 10 yard line you get a good screen pass it goes down and all of a sudden there's a holding call on Bennett so you have to settle for a field goal so if it's that and that kind of broke you um you know there's so many moments for me you know or, or whatever it was Julio Jones's catch right you know when he was down and it was like we're kind of making a comeback and then all of a sudden you know basically Atlanta needs to kick a field goal and and Julio Jones has the most amazing sideline catch ever yeah better than Mike Wallace uh, even though Mike Wallace has pretty much won the Super Bowl, better than that one, you know, better than Mario Manningham's sideline catch. It was the greatest sideline catch in all of Super Bowl history. You know, I'm willing to say all of this NFL history, um, but, you know, there's probably some other ones that I'm forgetting. But, yeah, Super Bowl history, definitely the greatest sideline catch. The way his entire body was extended and just barely got his foot down, you know, that's the greatest catch that you're never going to remember. Um, so, anyways... You know, whether that broke you, for me, it was after we scored our first touchdown, and then Goskowski comes out, kicks the ball for the extra point, and it is the loudest thud off of the right goal post. You know, that to me, I thought it was over. Um, and, and you know, basically watching Atlanta drive down and, you know, kick a game feeling, a game ceiling field goal for me, I was like, that's it, we're going to lose. Um, but the defense stepped up big, and that's in that situation. They stepped up big the entire second half. You know, they they were good the whole game. I mean, really, all, they got a bad rap. They, 
You know, they gave up two scores on the first half. Okay, that's not great, but it's not the end of the world. And then what really made it awful was Tom Brady's pick six. All of a sudden, put him up 21, nothing. So the defense only let up 14 points in the first half and really only let up seven points in the second half. So they only let up three touchdowns. And in a football game, you might think that's a lot, but, you know, with this Atlanta offense, I think they did a very good job in, in controlling them and really proving that, you know, 21 points, yeah, that's a lot, but, um, you know, in the grand scheme of who you were playing, that was significantly, um, you know, better performance on the defensive side of the ball than a lot of other teams could do against Matt Ryan and, and that high-powered Atlanta uh, offense. So, you know, just there's so many points where you just wanted to lose faith and uh, even the Patriots, and I'm talking about why. The Patriots at one point had Julian Edelman roll out and throw a pass across his body, pretty much like across the field. He caught it, you know, on the left side of the field um, and tried to throw it down to, to, I think, Lewis or White. I think it was Lewis on the right side of the field. Um, and right there, you, I was just, you know, it wasn't a great play call. You know, the, the, no one really got faked out. You know, there was someone covering, I think, Lewis it was, you know, right on the, um, you know, just right there, knocks the ball pretty much out of play wasn't a great throw by Edelman and that's when I knew I'm like right there I'm like what kind of play calls that like it was like second or third down I'm like really like this is what we're gonna do and then even later they try to do some weird onside kick in the middle of the game to get the ball back and it hit Goskowski's leg and basically Atlanta got the ball with pretty good field position and I was just like oh my god you know even the Patriots don't think they're gonna win this game you know, even the New England Patriots with that play call, that's not like win the game play call. That's just like, let's hope we get lucky here. You know, let's hope we break something big, you know, and neither of them went our way. So I'm pretty sure, you know, after those two things didn't go our way, Bill Belichick was definitely thinking, you know, wow, okay, I'm about to lose. Um, because, you know, you don't, you can't, you know, you can't win games making those kind of mistakes like, like, an onside kick botching it and giving them the ball back with great field position, like, it's just improbable that you're going to win. And then having your wide receiver throw a pass, you know, basically wasting a down um, and showing that you're in desperation mode. You know, listen, there's so many, there was like 150 different ways the Falcons could have won this game, and it was given to them on a silver platter, and you know what? They lost. Um, I don't, you know, people are trying to debate now, well, did the Patriots really win or did Atlanta just blow it? It's a combination of both. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're the Patriots, you still have to make those plays. You know what I mean? You still have to drive down the field, get the two point conversion twice. You know what I mean? And then get to overtime and score again. And without letting Atlanta score a single point in that stretch. Yeah. Um, it's a combination of both, but I give the Patriots the edge. A, I'm a Pats fan and B, you know, you can't, you just say you choke away a 25-point lead. Like, you can choke away, you know, maybe over time you could say, yeah, the defense choked in that situation, but you can't. It's just skill. It's a beautiful play call by the Patriots. You know, it's once, the, once this offense gets rolling, it's hard for any defense to stop them, let alone a very, you know, statistically average to below average defense that Atlanta has. It just wasn't going to happen. Um, but, yeah, Tom Brady just carved them up. And, and and it's, you know, the play call that, that Josh McDaniels had. In certain situations, I really didn't like what he started to do with the whole Edelman thing. 
um, throwing the ball. That wasn't, you know, really something that I, you know, wanted to see. I'm like, really, we're trying to win the game here. You can't do that. And even Blunt, you know, Blunt didn't have a great game, you know, and part of that's the play call. They would have him try to run like stretches to the right or to the left instead of just running it right up the middle. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people criticizing LeGarrette Blunt for having a bad game. You know, yeah, he fumbled. That's on him. That's totally on him. But, you know, if you go back and watch, they're, like, kind of making him cut outside, and that's just not what he's good at. You know, have have Lewis cut outside. Have White cut outside. Those guys are faster. You know, Blunt isn't up the middle. And there's a couple times they'd have him run up the middle, and he'd pick up, you know, four or five yards. You know, there was one series, I think it was, like, one of the last series, you know, he, he ran for five yards on first down and then ran for another 10 on second down, and he picked up 15 yards in two plays. Like, that's that was pretty significant. Um but yeah, it was, it really just, you know, it was just a roller coaster of a game. You didn't know what was happening next. And that's, that's it. I remember, you know, watching the 2014 Super Bowl, Super Bowl 49, obviously. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, you know, back and forth, a lot of, you know, decisions being made, you know, the, the Seahawks went, instead of kicking a field goal, there was like a holding call at the end of the, you know, first quarter. I mean, first quarter and into the first half and instead of kicking a field goal the Seahawks went to try to go for the touchdown they didn't have time to you know do both so they went for the touchdown and that Matthews guy caught it um over Logan Ryan in the end zone and that was a real gutsy decision you know when the Patriots needed to drive down and come back down 10 you know let, let's let's give Tom Brady some credit here not that you know no one's giving him credit but it's two straight Super Bowls that he was down by double digits and had to come back and, you know, he did it twice. One against an Atlanta defense that wasn't great, but had 25 points to spare. And the other was 10 points against, you know, arguably one of the greatest defenses the football's ever seen, the Legion of Boom. It's not better than the 85 Bears, but it's definitely top five defense of all time, of all time. And Brady did that. You know, so watching that Super Bowl 49 come down to the last play with Malcolm picking it off and everyone screaming like a little girl, even Brady did. Um... You know, that, to me, was the most exciting Super Bowl. You weren't going to get better than that. And then you have this comeback. You have this unbelievable comeback. And I, as a baseball guy at heart, it's, I, don't, I think this is the greatest comeback in sports history. You know, and a lot of people, you know, should and do look at the 2004 Red Sox coming back against the Yankees as the greatest comeback ever because it's, you know what, not only do they have a couple, you know, you know innings or whatever it was four games that the that the the Red Sox had to win and it was against their rivals and it was to win their first and it was to break the curse and win their first championship in 86 years and that's great and that you know there's a great ESPN documentary on it go watch it's called four days in October you know that's great that is all-time amazing you know comeback and that was the best ever for a long time but this Super Bowl surpasses that this Super Bowl is the greatest comeback ever because of every all of the strings attached to this Super Bowl you've got you know Deflategate and Tom Brady missing the first four games don't forget that Tom Brady didn't even play the entire season this year you know and you've got the whole you know Roger Goodell handing Brady the trophy like what would that be like you know what is that going to, you know, that's going to end Deflategate as a victory for the Patriots? I said that. I said if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady, you know, won the won Deflategate. You know, he won. Even though he sat out four games, you win the Super Bowl the same year, you miss four games, you won Deflategate. 
and he did that. But you know, you've got the whole Deflategate side of it. You've got Brady chasing his fifth ring. You know, s- separating himself from you know Montana and um, all of the great quarterbacks. You know that that existed. Even you know the ones who didn't have as many rings. You know, like the Mannings of the world and and Elway and whatnot. You know, four rings is a big deal. Um, you know, so five rings is an even bigger deal. So, you know, there was that whole side to it. And and just, you know, the difference of going five and two in Super Bowls versus going four and three, you know, that's kind of the debate's a little, you know, shaky. If you go four and three in Super Bowls, well, okay, are you really the greatest ever? If you go five and two, all of a sudden, you know, that's a, that's a, you're in your own stratosphere, you know? So there's a lot of, um, you know, stuff with just Super Bowl records, you know, that, that Tom Brady had to lose pretty much in this Super Bowl. So you've got to flake it. You've got, you know, your legacy. You know, even the whole Tom Brady's mom was sick and, you know, his, and you didn't really hear about that at all this year and he wanted to win one for her. She was attending the game. You know, that's that's another side to this. Um, you've got Belichick's legacy. You know, the fact that before this season, you know, he got rid of um, Chandler Jones and then during the season he got rid of... Um, Jamie Collins, and then later on you lost Gronk. So not only are you winning the Super Bowl, you're winning with arguably without your besides Tom, your three best players. You know, definitely Gronk is your second best player. Jamie Collins could easily be considered the best on defense, and Chandler Jones could have been considered the second best on defense. So you're winning without those guys. You know, you're winning a Super Bowl with a less talented roster than you did. You know, two years prior. And also, there's no asterisk next to this Super Bowl. People always point to the first three and say, ah, Deflategate. I mean, no, they say, ah, Spygate. And then they point to 2014 and say, oh, Deflategate. What do they possibly have to say now? What? Nothing. That's right. Nothing. There's no cheating. Ah, they cheated. Blah, blah, blah. There's none of that crap. We won the Super Bowl fair and square. We've done it four times prior. No one believed us. So this time we did. Fair and square, no scandal, no nothing coming out. Just, you know, us being better than the 31 other teams in the league. Um, So you've got all of these things attached to this Super Bowl, and that's why it's the greatest. And then not not only to to do that, you come back from 25 points. 25 points. I mean, that's, that's unprecedented. Even in a normal NFL game, a team coming back from 25. Even in the preseason, a team coming down from 25 points just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? So if it doesn't happen in preseason, doesn't happen that often in the regular season or the postseason, it hasn't even been close in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl biggest lead comeback before this was 10, and the Patriots had just done that two years ago against Seattle in all-time defense. Already talked about that. You know, this this 25 points and all of the other strings attached to it and even more strings that I just don't have time to bring up right now. With everything going on, this surpasses as the greatest performance by a team ever by a sports team at least the american sports i don't really know if this great cricket or bocce games going on so i'm gonna stick to american sports football basketball baseball and hockey this this is the greatest simply the greatest you know even even the you know miracle on ice with you know the soviet union and 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 uh America, you know, that's an all-time great game. That's referred to as one of the greatest sport events ever, and I think this is better than that, you know. Maybe, obviously not. That that, that gets political, 
you know what I mean? But like just like a heavy favorite beating like such an underdog, that's a great story. But this this 25-point comeback with, you know, what, eight minutes in the third quarter, so 23 minutes left of play, that doesn't happen. 23 minutes, 25 points. That's just unreal. 28 minutes. No. Yeah, 28 minutes. No, 23 minutes. My math is wrong. 23 minutes. 25 points. It's unreal. Has more than a point per minute. You know, anyways, um, you know, that's just, it's just crazy. You know, look at the last drive. Look at Edelman's catch, all-time Super Bowl catch. You know what I mean? That thing bobbled in the air and, you know, hit some feet, got deflected. Before, you know, it didn't even reach. It's not like it reached Edelman. You know, it, it got deflected like a couple yards before it even came near Edelman. And then, you know, three people dive on top of him and it hitting feet. And then he has it. And then he just lets go. And the ball's floating. The ball's levitating. You know, it's just sitting there waiting to hit the ground. And he just closes his hands around it. And, you know, that was just unbelievable. It's it's better than the Tyree catch. You know, it's better than Julio's catch earlier in that game. Um, that's the greatest catch I've ever seen. It's better than Odell Beckham Jr.'s catch. It's better than, uh, you know, like I said, the 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 catch earlier. Um, yeah, Julio's catch earlier is better than, you know, um, even the catch. I think it's better than that. It's better than the immaculate reception. You know, it's similar to that. It's just like a shoestring right above the ground, but it's just unreal. And, you know, for, for once, the big catch in the Super Bowl went the Patriots' way. You thought it wasn't. You know, you had your Tyree, you had your Manningham, and then you had Curse. You know, basically, you felt like you're cursed, and then a guy whose last name is Curse makes a same catch in the fourth quarter. Like, what is that? Like, that's just, that's just, like, I don't even know, fate, destiny telling you, like, yeah, your team is just bound to have this happen to us. And then you kind of thought it was over, right? You know, Curse made the Curse catch, and then, you know, it's, you intercept it, and it's over. And then, you know, Julio Jones makes that catch. It was just unbelievable. But then Edelman made this catch. Don't you understand? Like, this is, like, Falcons fans will watch this catch and cringe and die inside the way we see the Tyree catch. And then, you know what? They play the Tyree catch right after the Edelman one. And for once, I would just, I didn't cringe when I saw it. You know, I, in, in a way, I didn't, because, you know, obviously, I was like, we're making a comeback. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But then, I, you know, I saw it again. You know, I've seen it again and again, you know, since then. And I suddenly, you know, don't cringe as much when I see the Tyree catch because I know we finally have one. We have a Tyree catch. It's not against the helmet. It's, you know, just levitating in the air for like, you know, a millisecond and Edelman wraps his hand around it after it hits like five people. But, you know, for I think, I finally think the the New England Patriots you know, righted their wrongs, and, and it's not the perfect season, and it's not, you know, winning 16-0 and, 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 you know, winning, that will always have the 2007, you know, almost undefeated season and, and that, whatever, but the this team, this Super Bowl 51, it just righted the wrongs of that to me, like, like, inside, I'm not even, like, you know, obviously, I'm depressed that we didn't win the perfect season, and I'd give up anything to go, eight, you know, 19-0, and but, you know, for some reason, I just feel like, that's almost gone, you know, a 25-point comeback to get your fifth ring, and, you know, that's, it's just so unprecedented that pretty much um, there's no, there's just, you know, no sins, 
you know, left. I think they've wiped them all clean. And and 07 and 11, yeah, we lost. But listen, we won this one in the craziest way. And look at sports this year. You know, look at all of the wins that have happened. Besides hockey, right? You had the Cavs coming back after a 3-1 deficit. You had the, the Cubs, you know, the most losingest team ever, come back down 3-1. You know, and you had the Celtics. I mean, not Celtics. You had the Patriots win after 25 points. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? So... Sports are, if we're going to have a year of sports like this, you know, I am so ready for it because it's just been bonkers. You know what I mean? It's just been ridiculous with, with how these have all ended. So I'm ex- definitely excited for the World Series and the finals and everything this year because, you know, if it's going to be anything like what, you know, last season brought us, then, yeah, this is going to be a wild ride. Um, So, I mean, there's just... There's just so much to talk about. Just, you know, this is an all-time classic. Uh, I can't wait to hear, you know, like the mic'd up version of the Super Bowl and just hear what was said, um, you know, at halftime during the, the game. Um, you know, just, you know, players believing in each other. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of inspirational moments from, you know, guys like Edelman and Brady and, you know, Hightower and all of the, like, the leaders of this team that just, you know, rally. I think there's going to be a lot of really good you know, life teaching moments, pretty much, you know, some really good quotes and, and stuff that are going to come out of that. And also the celebration, the, the unreal, I can't wait to hear what Bennett says, you know, that guy just, that guy needs to be mic'd up 24 seven, you know, he's just hysterical, but yeah. Um, you know, you, you won the Super Bowl and Brady said it and he was right. You know, we'll remember this for the rest of our lives. And, you know, I was at the parade yesterday with like a million people and you know the, the players are going crazy Gronk was down in beers Edelman did too and you know Ryan Allen was even punting footballs from you know his duck boat you know I saw Belichick smile with my own eyes like you know maybe like six feet away from me I saw him and he smiled and I just lost it I was like oh my god it's the eighth wonder of the world it's Belichick smiling it just never happens um so yeah it was it was a great party um it was just a great moment, and, you know, I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. Um, everyone who watched it definitely will. And listen, you know, there'll be a time when Brady's long retired and the Patriots dynasty is long over, and it's going to be pretty damn cool to sit back and say, you know what, I was alive for that. You know, I saw Tom Brady win five. I saw, you know, the most unbelievable comeback ever you know, happen, you know, I was alive, I was there for that, you know, and I celebrated it, you know, that's pretty cool, because everyone in America was rooting against the Patriots, so, you know, we won, you know, and, and, you know, when everyone else hates you, and everyone wants to see you fail, and you prevail, and you win the day, that's crazy, you know, and, and a motto for this is, for this Patriots team is, is, you know, we will just not go quietly into that good night, you know, we will not just fade away. We will, you know, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down with a vengeance and, and you know, go down fighting like dogs. And that's what they did. And, and you know, I, I don't know if it'll ever happen again. And if this is the last time Brady ever hoists a Belichick trophy, then you know what? I'm okay with that because he ended it, you know, his, his Super Bowl run, you know, he ended it with the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Because think about it, what... What could happen to top this? You're either going to have to have a quarterback throw for like 500 yards and come back down by like 30 points for it to for it to be better than this. You know, and that's just statistically better than this Super Bowl. That's not with, you know, it being that guy's 
fifth Super Bowl or that guy being 39 years old or that guy losing like you know his best player on offense you know none of that might not happen so that's why I think we can say this will be the greatest Super Bowl ever and it will be for the rest of history this will be the best um obviously not for Falcons fans probably won't be the best it'll be the worst and you know what it kind of it sucks to be remembered as the team that that lost in the greatest Super Bowl ever but you know it just hopefully you guys win I was you know I really feel bad they've never won a Super Bowl and you know it's just something that um it's special to see and you know Patriots Nation has been very very lucky to see it happen five times um and you know you've got a city that's great at sports. You know, and I heard someone say this at the at the parade, and and it's so true. You know your city is great at sports when the mayor says, oh, we'll have just, you know, the normal parade route. Because that means that everyone knows what it means. It's like, oh, we're, okay, we're going to go down Boylston and at City Hall Plaza. You know, when, when you know what the, quote, normal parade route is, then you know you've had a lot of parades. Um so, you know, I thought that was just a really great way to, you know, sum up this this dynasty of Boston sports. It's not just the Patriots dynasty, you know, all of them, you know, and, and there's a lot I want to talk about with the rest of the Boston sports teams. You know, this will probably be the last time the Patriots, you know, I talk about the Pats until at least, you know, the draft and, and really, you know, preseason and unless there's some big offseason signing or something happens. But, you know, it's we're, we're on to the offseason. Um so, you know, celebrate now. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl at least 50 more times before I, I finally get ready to uh, to put it away. But, you know, this this was an all-time great season. Um, you know, uh, definitely a whole, like, a Super Bowl to remember, but just a whole regular season with the suspension and people going down and trades and whatnot. This will, this will always be one of the greatest seasons by a single team. All the adversity they had to come over, and then all the adversity they had to come over in the Super Bowl. You know, it it is amazing. So I was very glad that I got to cover at least part of the season, um, you know, w- with Chowderheads, you know, and and I hope you guys all enjoyed listening to the predictions that I gave last week and, and, and everything. So, um, you know, until next time, Patriots, thank you for winning the Super Bowl and, and letting me celebrate and, and letting this whole city celebrate together. It was very magical. Um. So that is all for my Super Bowl, you know, re, like, I don't know, like my, I don't even know what I'm going to call this, Super Bowl coverage, Super Bowl recap, you know, whatever, um, you know, and and one last shout out to, uh, to Martellus Bennett, because without him catching that tipped pass by Brady, the Patriots lose the Super Bowl because he's going to get intercepted. So that right there, changing moment right there. You know, so I want to give Bennett the shout out that, des- uh, that he deserves because that all is that's going to get overlooked. The Edelman catch will go down in history, but that catch was crazy that he was even in position. You know, he just did a little like curl route on the other side of the field and then just must have kept running. And yeah, anyways, watch the play again; it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so to Brady winning his fifth and and Edelman and Bennett making those plays and the defense and Hightower with the sack and and everything that happened. Um, you know, thank you very much. That's a special team. And congratulations to the Super Bowl 51 champions, New England Patriots. That is all, guys. Thank you very much for listening. And um, until the next time, go Pats.